Welcome everyone to the RF Sports Radio Show. I'm your host, Rodney Fisher. I'll be joined by my co-host, Willis Fisher, here in just a second. I want to welcome everyone to our program. It is Tuesday night. And as you know, we get into everything sports, all the sports topics, all the big stories, everything you need to know that's going on in the sports world. Make sure you go to our website, rfsportsradio.com, and follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash rfsportsradio. So without further ado, let me bring on the star of our show, the man that knows it all, the one that's going to tell us he knows it all at least, and that's Mr. Roy Fisher. How are you tonight, sir? Well, what's going on right now? How you doing? I'm pretty good, man. How, how's your sports uh, day going so far? Well, so far so good. Look, I'm excited. We're exactly seven days away from the kickoff of the NBA season. And, of course, we'll be at that game. And we know they started off last year. It was the Dallas Mavericks and the Miami Heat. This year it's going to be the Dallas and L.A. I'm looking forward to it. Can't wait. Yeah, it's going to be a huge game. And speaking of NBA, uh, make sure you guys check our website, rfsportsradio.com. We cover the NBA like no other, uh, for that matter. And we're going to be doing our special NBA preview show coming up this Friday. So make sure you guys stay tuned for that. It's going to be this Friday. So go back, check the website. We'll give you guys all the information you need about how to be a part of that NBA preview show. I want to thank everyone for tuning in with us. Go ahead and get started. If you listen to us live right now, of course, give us a call, 323-927-2906, 323-927-2906 to join our broadcast. Let's start off our show with, of course, the top stories going on in sports right now. And um, as you guys may or may not know, you may not have heard this yet, but uh, the Marlins have decided to fire Ozzy again. Um, of course, we know that Ozzy got himself in to a lot of hot water this year, his first year as a as a manager for the Marlins, of course, with the Castro remarks he made right at the beginning of the season. And they were kind of losing a hand on the, on the team that really people thought maybe had a chance to do something. But they traded Hanley Ramirez, and now the, the brass at the Marlins have decided to go ahead and fire Ozzy uh, again. So uh, let me ask you, Roy, do you think he lands into a job pretty quick or goes back into TV, or what do you think it might happen? Well, only if he can keep his mouth closed. And we I, we kind of knew the writing was on the wall for this. Uh, he got in a lot of trouble this year, and he, he didn't produce. But, uh, you know, I'm not surprised, and he's not going to be the only one. I look for a lot more guys to be fired or gone. But I, I'm not surprised. Are you? Uh, you know what? In a way, I'm kind of surprised because it's kind of the measure they wanted to have. And I'm, I'm kind of surprised because I just don't know, you know, where does the team kind of go from here at this point? I mean, I know Ozzy made some really bad comments, and that community down there, the, the Cuban community down there, never forgave him for some of the comments right. that he made. And I think that decision was based largely upon that, uh, more so than anything. But the guy can't manage him. He's been the worst series. He's won with the White Sox. So, you know, the guy can't manage I think he'll land on his feet and probably – get a job pretty soon as well, too. Yeah. But, 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 you know, that's a finicky bunch of owners down there. They they uh, they really want to win. They really set on win. They put a lot of money in that ball club. And I, like you said, I think some of the – his antics cost him his job this year. I'd like to see him stay on another year. But, of course, we know that happens in baseball. Yeah, absolutely. We know that happens in baseball. 
And, of course, last night we had the Monday Night Football game, which um, I don't know where that's coming from, but we had the Monday Night Football game uh, last night as well, too, which the uh, the Chicago Bears get the win. Hello? Yeah. yeah. Okay, I thought maybe somebody had a caller or something on the line. Uh, you know, I had some phone service here. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then, of course, uh, we with the uh, game last night, the Bears get the win 13-7 over the Detroit Lions. One of the biggest things that come from this game was not only that, you know, it was a slow game, but there, there were some big hits in this game. I mean, Jay Cutler took a big hit from Yadama Kansu, who Bears wide receiver Brandon Marshall Fields was a dirty play. Uh, but Stu wasn't penalized for the play in the field. We saw this kind of play happen right. while we were at the arena last night, and you could tell Stu landed on him, landed on his head, shook Jay Culler up uh, pretty good. Uh, I was surprised Jay even came back in the game for even uh, a part of the time. But but I think the hit was, you know, you, you can look at it both ways. If you're a Detroit Lions fan, you love the hit, you like to see Stu kind of get back involved. But again, again, if you're a Bears fan or even a casual NFL fan, you know Stu's got a reputation for a dirty player, and that was a pretty big hit that he put on laying on his head like that. Hey, that that wasn't a hit. That was a power drive. I mean, he drove him to the ground. You know, Jay Cutler laid there a while. I, I really thought he was out for the season, man. I mean, he came down on his shoulder. It was like, almost like a wrestling move to me. He, he It was a power drive, and he, he drove him down on his shoulder, and really I thought he was out. Uh, glad to see him come back, man. I thought he wasn't going to get up from that. And, and the thing about it, too, was the fact that he kind of stuck his leg out there and, and, and you know, <laughs> yeah, he kind of clipped him and it threw him down. That's that's kind of like an old backyard move, kind of. Right. Yeah, so no doubt about it. But it was a good game, nonetheless. And, of course, the Bears get the win. The Bears, we'll talk about them in the NFL a little bit later on the show when we get into the divisions and, and seeing some of these records and who's at the top of the divisions of teams that may surprise you, especially in the NFC North. Um, of course, we'll talk more about that later on in the show. Other top stories real quick we'll get into uh, really fast is, of course, we uh, the the uh, the injuries in the NFL starting to pile up as well, too. Of course, we talked last week about uh, Ray Lewis, Ladarius Webb, the injuries there. But over this weekend, we had some big injuries also. Maurice Jones-Drew has a sprained foot. He had to get carted off the field. We don't know how he'll be when he comes back. Of course, that offense is last in the league at this point. So who knows if he wants to come back to that offense. But also we learned a little bit today about Cowboys uh, linebacker Sean Lee may have to have surgery on his big toe and may miss the entire rest of the season. That's another key linebacker. You talked about Ray Lewis, but Sean Lee is one of the key linebackers for the Dallas defense and, Let's face it, Dallas is all the help it can get, right? Uh, absolutely. You know, they start out with the two wide receivers being hurt, Dez Bryant and Miles Austin. And, you know, and we, we're not counting all the nagging injuries that players get every week from games, but that's a big loss for the Cowboys. I mean, he was an anchor of that defense. Without him, I mean, I don't know what's going to happen, man. I, I think everybody's going to run on Dallas now because he was a run stopper. Yeah, he was. He also did a great job in coverage as well. He was the guy that kind of covered the tight end and covered the running back coming out of the backfield. So, like you said, it's going to be a huge loss uh, for them, no doubt about it. It'll definitely be a huge loss. Let's go ahead and jump real quick into uh, some other quick stories. Well, let's go ahead and jump into our first, one of our first topics. 
not our main topic tonight, but let's talk about the World Series. We know the teams have said the Giants pulled off the uh, a big win last night, uh, I mean, just annihilating uh, the uh, St. Louis Cardinals. They're going to go to the World Series and face the Detroit Tigers. The series starts tomorrow at 8 p.m. Central Eastern Time. And we got a, a nice pitching duel set up for tomorrow's World Two, where we're seeing Zito taking the mound in Game One for the Giants, and uh, I believe I don't think it's going to be Verlander tomorrow. I'm going to look up and try to find out who's going to be pitching I, I, I for them. I think the, it is Verlander tomorrow. Is it Verlander? Okay, Verlander tomorrow against Barry Zito. Two pitchers that, of course, we know what Verlander can do. We know what Zito's done in the past when he was at Oakland A and had a great outing against St. Louis here in the NLCS. First of all, Royce, your thoughts on the two teams that are in the World Series, and also what you what we can expect maybe after the series, and how how good of a series you think it'll be. Actually, I watched the San Francisco St. Louis game, and I really was for neither one of these teams to win after what they did to the Rangers. Both of them beat the Rangers in the World Series, but uh, uh, it was a great game. San Francisco did dominate, of course. Now we know they have some of the best pitchers in the world, you know. Pold is probably primed to be the National League MVP, and McCain's a two-ace. I mean, these guys are something else. I, I, I think Detroit will take them simply by the fact that they, these guys are fearsome, man. Verlander, he's the best pitcher in the major league. You know, he dominated in the postseason. Cabrera, he could possibly win the American League MVP. And I, I think Detroit has a little bit of both uh, bats and pitching. And we know San Francisco is not too too heavy on bats, but they have great pitching. So I look for a great World Series, at least five games, five, six games. That's what I'm looking at. But I'm looking yeah. for Detroit. I think it is going to be a great World Series because if you think about it, it's, it's two teams, and they're both like, Identical. you know, one, one's got a good pitching staff, the other one's got a good hitting lineup. I mean, but you can easily say that Verlander, when he pitches, he's the best pitcher out there. But but it's going to be a real good contrast of two different type of teams that play in two different styles of baseball. You know, they got the traditional American League baseball where you try to hit the cover off the ball. Then you got the traditional National League baseball where you're trying to be more of a finesse kind of player and, and play the small uh, small ball to get people around the bases. So I think it's going to be a good matchup between both teams. Detroit, I mean, how was it paying off that they made these big moves, keeping Cabrera, bringing in – uh, um, uh, Prince Fielder, right. keep it, uh, Verlander, the moves that they made. We saw a lot of teams try to copy that same style, but it looks like they kind of mastered it enough to at least get to the World Series. And I think this game, I think it'll go at least six games. I'm gonna give it to Detroit to win. You know, only because, like you said, the, the Giants beat the Rangers in the World Series. So I'm gonna give it to Detroit to kind of to take this series in six. And, and you know, if they wake up to sleeping giant Prince Fielder, man, if he wakes up in this series, it's over with, because we we know what kind of damage he can do. So I, I'm I am looking forward to a great World Series. Two good, two best teams all playing. Yeah, and you have to say that uh, that they actually earned their way there. And uh, I mean, it wasn't an easy road to get there either, but they made it there. And it's kind of, like I said, I'm looking for a great World Series. I, I'm gonna change my. I'm gonna say it's gonna go six six games, at least six games. That's my prediction. And then last night, how about Hunter Pence and that broken bat double? They got them to the World Series. I mean, the guy breaks his bat, still makes the double. 
Uh, and right. that's a great play for him, you know. And, and, and I met Hunter Pence years and years ago. I was at, and this is a funny story, I was at Six Flags Mall, which those of you guys that are from the area, you know Six Flags Mall is not really a, a mall. I, you know it's right. more like a like a, 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 a bazaar or something like that. And he was in there signing autographs of the baseball card trade show, and I had him sign a baseball for me, not knowing who he was or, I know he was young at the time, and 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 it was kind of a trip to watch him get this broken bat double double hit that's going to advance his team to the World Series. So maybe my ball, I need to find it. Maybe it's worth a little little money. Maybe I can get some gas money for the ball now. Yeah, do you see out the ball? I do see out the ball. I got to find it, but I, you know what? I got to find it. I know it's somewhere. Like I said, I might I might have to sell it for a little little gas money. So you never know. Uh, also, we're going to talk a little bit about the NBA real fast before we get into our big topic, which will be the division of the NFL. Real quick on the NBA, as you guys know, we cover the NBA like no other show is going to cover it uh, for you. Also, our website, RF Sports Radio, which we have now integrated premium content. So you can become a member of RFSportsRadio.com, and by becoming a member, you're going to get some of the hottest, up-to-the-minute, latest sports information written by some of the top writers from across the country. We have a collection of writers that I guarantee you're going to get some enjoyment from. They'll be updating the website constantly with premium content. But more importantly, you get access to our 24-hour sports talk network, RFSN. We can hear our show, also shows from across the nation, give you guys sports talk from a fan's perspective. And our added feature for this year, for this season, is you'll be able to watch live pregame and postgame press conferences with the NBA teams. And last night was a huge milestone for us. Man, I want to thank uh, the Dallas Mavericks and also the New Orleans Hornets when we had kind of a perfect storm last night because the Hornets come to town. They got two of the top rookies, Austin Rivers and Anthony Davis, of course, the number one pick. Austin Rivers gets hurt. And I'm waiting on Money Williams, the head coach, to come out to talk. And out comes Austin Rivers after getting hurt. Everybody on Twitter wanted to know what happened to him, and we were able to broadcast live on rfsportsradio.com. Austin Rivers talking about his ankle injury, giving a live update with the only media source where you can get that kind of information. So go to our website, sign up for our premium content. You can start watching these NBA players. And NBA teams live instead of waiting for the YouTube video to come out or waiting for Sports Center, you can be the first one to see it as we see it live uh, on video. So I thought that was a huge night for us, and, and I hope it's going to be a great deal for our listeners out there to get involved and join our premium content site so you can get that get that kind of access that we get. And you know they get to see exactly what we see, and and you know instead of seeing bits and pieces of the press conference. As they do on Sports Center and everything else, you get to see the whole press conference from beginning to end. I think that's great. But uh, it was a big night for us last night, you know, between the football game, the baseball playoff, and the Mavericks preseason game. You know, I thank the Mavericks and the AH Center for having enough TVs where we could watch all that. But I thought Anthony Davis and, and, and the Hornets, a great young team. You know, uh, it's going to take a while for them to jail, but I thought Anthony Davis was fantastic. He had 17 rebounds, man. I mean, this guy was – and he blocked a couple of shots. His reach and his size, 
I think people underestimate him. This guy, he's going to be a great player. Yeah, I still think he's going to be a great player. I mean, I, I, from what I've seen so far, I mean, they, you know, hey, what I've seen, I think the guy's going to be okay. He didn't have a, his best game, of course, but I thought he did pretty well. You know, there's so many so many things going on with the NBA. You know, I don't want to get into too much. I know we're going to do a preview show. But a lot of guys, like, and, and I'm so surprised about Dirk having this surgery right before the season starts because they had this surgery throughout the entire offseason. Now he's going to miss at least three to possibly six weeks. Up to 16 games he'll be missing for the Mavericks. And for what we've seen, the Mavs need Dirk. They need Dirk big time. I mean, that, these guys have never played together. And now they're trying to jail. Then once they finally maybe get some chemistry going, you got to inject Dirk in there and give him the minutes that he deserves. And, and you know, there's really going to be a damp on this opening game because between Dirk being out and the injuries on the Lakers, you know, Brian didn't play other night. His foot's out. Howard, he's just getting in the groove. He's back. And, that, and I just heard that Meta where piece dislocated his finger. So, I, you know, we might not even see Kobe or Dirk the first game. It's unfortunate because I was looking for that matchup. Yeah, I know. I know that would have been really, really nice. But yeah, so we're not going to get to the A game, I don't yeah. think, next Tuesday night. Yeah, but remember, guys, go ahead and sign up now because August 30th we will be broadcasting those press conferences live on RFSN TV. I mean, you can't get to anywhere else, man. Can't get anywhere, so make sure you guys check out the website, rxsportsradio.com. Let's go ahead and jump into our main topic tonight, and just taking a look at the NFL. All the time, we always go back and look at the scores, highlights. We also pick the games on Thursdays. But I want to do something kind of different and look at the standings as we stand right now, finishing up uh, week seven of the NFL. Because I want to kind of look at the standings and see, is this what we thought was going to happen? Are we surprised by anything that's happened so far? And what teams should we really, really be on the lookout for? So let's talk about the AFC. The AFC East right now, you got the New England Patriots at number one. They're four and three after beating the Jets last week. Miami's three and three. Jets are three and four. And Buffalo is three and four. I think we both thought New England would be on top, but who thought that the Miami Dolphins would be in second place right now? Yeah, you know, I was looking at this and we talked about this earlier. And there's only one game separates New England from everybody else in that division. So it, it could easily be any one of these teams on top. But uh, this is going to be a close race. I, I mean, it's it's really close now. But I think uh, New England starting to fill it. But like you said, these injuries, and you got a rookie quarterback at Miami that's playing great. Uh, the Jets, I'm not sure about. And Buffalo is a team I actually picked to be second in this division or last, and if they ever get it together, they could easily be in second place. But this is going to be a close race. You know, of these teams, you can honestly say that the hottest team in the division is Miami. I mean, they've won two straight games in a row. Uh, right. They haven't played the Patriots yet, but they they could really go down as the hottest team. You saw when New England their struggles to beat the Jets, they had to go into overtime, had to use a field goal to win the game. So you never know. You never know. I mean, yeah. the, the 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 Patriots are not necessarily the Patriots of of, of old. You know, they've already lost the game at home to um, to Arizona, so they're not like the same New England Patriots that we used to see, especially even last year. And, and out of all those teams, Miami is the only team that won two in a row. 
Yes, uh, neither one of those teams that won two in a row. Yeah, that's, that's what I was just saying. Exactly. All right, so the AFC North, uh, you got the Baltimore Ravens at five and two, number one. Pittsburgh three and three, Cincinnati three and four, and of course Cleveland at one and six. Now Baltimore is is really right now. The offense can't really get anything done as far as Joe Flacco getting the ball his wide receivers and putting up some points. They just lost to Houston. They got beat pretty bad by Houston. They get they get Terrell Suggs back. But they may not be enough for this defense after losing Ray Lewis and also Ladarius Webb. But they have such a lead on the rest of their division. I mean, can they hold on to that number one spot at five and two when Pittsburgh is next in line, but they're just three and three? That's an excellent question, Rodney. And you know, and I really don't know because of the injuries to Baltimore, and and you know, unless the offense steps up and carries this defense, we, which we know. This defense has carried this team <laughs> since they've been in existence. And, and let's take a step up. Black only these guys can carry the offense just a, a little while longer to some, some of these guys come back. We know Ray Lewis not coming back. That they could possibly win this division. But you got to watch out for Pittsburgh and Cincinnati because they're, they're right on their tail. Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. For the Baltimore Ravens, they just got to hold on again to the playoffs and see what happens at this point. Uh, but they got to get the offense together. Uh-huh, big term, they got to get the offense together. All right, the AFC South, the Houston Texans, 6-1, and one, running away with the South. Then you have the Indianapolis Colts at number two at 3-3, three and three, Tennessee 3-4, three and four, and Jacksonville 1-5. and five. To me, the, the most dangerous team in this division, other than the Houston Texans, of course, I think it's Tennessee. I think if Tennessee can get it on track, they've won two games in a row so far. If they can get it on track, they may be able to kind of test the Houston Texans. If, if the Texans ever hit a slump or something happens, I mean, they could definitely finish number two, but they may be able to give the Texans a run for their money. I like what Tennessee's putting together, especially the last two games. Yeah, and I do too, but I don't think there's any way they'll catch Houston. Houston has a complete package both on offense and defense. Uh, Indy surprised me at 3-3. Three and three. I, I was really shocked to see them, but Andrew Luck is playing great. I think as the season moves on, he'll get better. And I tell you what, Chris Johnson woke up a couple of weeks ago. I don't know what happened to him. I woke up last week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and if you could, you know, he had a pretty good, decent game before that. It was decent. But last week, I mean, he was on fire. Now, if they can get Chris Johnson to play like he's playing, that's back to play the way he's playing. They easily can pass Indy and come in second place. But I really don't think they can catch Houston. Houston is too good of a team. Well, based on the way some of these other teams were playing, they could be in a wild card position right. at the end of, end of the year, you know, if they keep doing what they're doing. All right, the AFC West, you've got Denver at 3-3, three and three, San Diego 3-3, three and three, Oakland 2-4, and four, Kansas City 1-5. and five. Now, Denver's on top because they did beat San Diego. Uh, so they have the edge. And, of course, we know San Diego has lost two straight games in a row after having a pretty good start. This division is pretty tight, Ross. I mean, I know you like Denver. I picked Denver to win this division as well. Do the Chargers do anything? or the Oakland Raiders get it together? Do you, you think Denver stays in the lead in this division? Well, I do like the Broncos. Peyton Manning gives them the best chance to win. San Diego, I'm not sure. I, I thought they should have blew this team up a year or two ago, 
But you never know what you're going to get with San Diego. Oakland, I don't think it would be close. Kansas City, I'm really shocked by that. Their record one at five. I thought they'd play better. But this division is so weak, I think you can make the playoffs with a nine and seven uh, and get in the playoffs. And I think Demo will win this AFC West. Yeah, I think they would too. I think they'll finish better than nine to seven as well too. Uh, let's jump to the NFC side of things. Let's start off with the NFC East. Always long been the toughest division in football. The Giants seem to be having a good handle on the NFC East. They've won three games in a row, especially after beating Washington or well, the Redskins last week, last Sunday, in RG3's first time against the Giants. And that, that was a game that, like you said. That RG3 won, but the defense gave right. back to the Giants. Right. Gave it away. But Giants are five and five and two. Philadelphia's three and three. Dallas is three and three, surprisingly. And Washington at three and four, which is last in the division. Do you see the way this is figuring out? Is it kind of how you predicted it to go? Or, or are you looking at Washington and thinking, you know what, now I see them, see them play, they may make a move here? Well, yeah, and you're absolutely right because they are Dallas. Philadelphia and Washington all have the same record, except Washington had one more loss than them. Listen, I, I was really surprised by this division. I thought the Giants, I thought this division was Dallas to lose, and they are losing it. Uh, I, I don't know what's going on in Dallas. They're not together. Uh, Philly, too many turnovers. The Redskins, I do like that team, Robert Griffin. Uh, I, I think they should be five and three instead of three and four because two games, the defense actually lost them. Uh, but the Giants, I, I think, are playing too good right now. If they can continue this momentum, I don't see anybody catching them. Uh, we'll know who's the better team next week when they play the Dallas Cowboys. But if Dallas can't play any better, I can't see them winning this division. I'm going to give it to the Giants. Yeah, I think the Giants are definitely, but like you said, they got a big game that's coming up Sunday where they play each other. We'll see if the Dallas Cowboys can beat the Giants twice, which will be first time in a long time that they've done that. All right, the NFC North. Uh, this is a good division here. The Chicago Bears are 5-1 and one after they win on Monday night. Minnesota's 5-2. and two. Green Bay's 4-3, and three, and Detroit is 2-4. and four. Very surprisingly for Detroit. You know, this division here always flip-flops. It seems like the meek always inherits the earth in this division because they always take the team that finished last or close to last and they end up finishing first or second the following year. I mean, they just flip-flop every year. Any surprises here? I mean, you guys be surprised by Minnesota. You know, to be 5-2 and two right now, I mean, they beat some good quality teams. They beat the 49ers. They're undefeated right. at home. I mean, I like what Minnesota's putting together. They could be, you know, a player in this division. Well, actually, I am surprised by this NFC North. You can take that and reverse it because I would thought it would be Green Bay and Detroit on top and Chicago and Minnesota on bottom. Actually, it's flip-flop and Chicago on the top. They're playing great. Jay Cutler, if he can stay healthy, they can. And... Finally, we have a healthy Minnesota Vikings team. I mean, these guys are clicking. Uh, Percy Harmon, I think, is, is one of the best players in the NFL right now. And he it shows every week because this guy 
I seen him sing happily win a game. Peterson's healthy now. He's running great. If these guys can stay healthy, I think they can take it from Chicago. But uh, look out for Green Bay because, uh, you know, they can get on a winning streak. They won two in a row so far. But Chicago is on a winning streak with four wins in a row. So I don't know if it's going to be a tough division. And then, of course, the NFC South with the Atlanta Falcons are running away with this division at 6-0. The next team in second place is New Orleans at 2-4 and four after they won two games in a row after starting out 0-4. and four. Bay and then Carolina, 10-2-4. Carolina, a lowly 1-5. I think Atlanta runs away with this division. But who finishes second here, Roy? I'm going to have to go with Tampa Bay. Uh, I, I think their record, they're better than what their record shows. Uh, uh, Josh Green was a brand new guy now and I don't see New Orleans doing much like I said it, it, that franchise was in disarray even before the season started but I think Atlanta will win, win this easily and I'm going to say Tampa Bay comes in second I think somehow somewhere Carolina gets together and they, they, they move up in the second place here I mean they only one game back at one and five so they, it's anybody's the brace for second place at this point all right, we'll wrap it up with the NFC East, San Francisco 5-2. and two, West, four West, three. West. At the NFC West, excuse me, San Francisco is 5-2. and two. Arizona 4-3 and three after having a big start. Now they've lost three in a row. Seattle's 4-3 and three, and St. Louis at 3-4. and four. Um, How does this finish up, Royce? We know Seattle's got the best home record in this division. But, again, San Francisco went to their – went to um, – well, hasn't – they haven't played uh, – Seattle yet, I don't believe. Right. And this is going to be a tight, oh, yeah, tight they, did. they played Seattle, Seattle at home, though. That's what they did. They played them at home. There's another tight division, right? And one game separates everybody except for St. Louis. They're two games out. Uh, I'm going to say San Francisco wins it. Arizona has lost three in a row. Uh, I don't know what you get, but watch out for Seattle. I, I think they could surprise me. They could end up possibly winning this division or maybe coming in second. But San Francisco have to continue to do what they're doing, and they have to stay healthy. Yeah, if Seattle wins this division, that will really be something. That will be major for them to win this division. Right. But I think they definitely finish up second, though, no doubt. We want to thank everyone for tuning in to our show tonight. Make sure you check us out on Thursday night, same time. At 10.30 p.m. Central Standard Time, make sure you go to our website, rfsportsradio.com. Log on there. We're going to be giving away a couple of free memberships to our premium content. So log on as a, as a trivia question on there. Answer the question. You can get your chance to win a free membership to get some of that premium content. Until next time, thank you everyone for tuning in to RF Sports Radio, rfsportsradio.com.